You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. I was thinking about letting you start it. You were too late, though. Too late. Oh, darn. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And the theme today is, what is God calling you to do? Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Therese Hendrickson, first half hour great conversation, the clinical director of Catholic Family Services. um, talking. It's a new role for her, Mm -hmm. something she's doing, helping people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second half hour... We're talking about Through God's Love Conference, all about learning how to respond to what the Lord is calling you to do, which is going to be about helping people. Helping people. Uh, this last half hour, Sarah Hofflander <laughs> with a Ecce Ancilla Domine, uh, a new group, which a group of women helping young women, helping people, discern helping people. Um, what their state in life will be. And this final half hour... <laughs> We have Alex High on with Reset A. Sorry, <laughs> Reset ADHD talking about helping people. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I live here in Sioux Falls. I go to Saint Therese Parish out on the east side. Um, Why I, did you leave Christ the King? It's good to have you on the east side, Alex. Thanks for coming over. <laughs> I, I left Christ the King because I'm, I moved to the east side. There, oh, that's a good reason, Alex. <laughs> and it was just a long drive. <laughs> His parents go to Christ the King, so that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I have fond memories of Christ the King. Okay, so. good. All right. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So. So you go to. <laughs> <laughs> and we're down a rabbit hole. So. I know nothing about rabbit holes. No, yeah. How <laughs> apropos of our oh, conversation this morning. Right, right. Anything else about just your own background that you think would be good for folks to know about? Before, besides the, the thing we're going to be talking besides about. Besides the thing we're going to talk about? I <laughs> don't know. I think that's pretty much it. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. So, Reset ADHD. Yeah. When did you start that? Uh, my website launched in 2018. I filed the official paperwork with the Secretary of State in July of 2018, and then I got my first clients around the start of 2019. Okay. And how did you begin? How did I begin? That's um, a story and a half. Yeah. So I've had ADHD my whole life and uh, got diagnosed at the age of 20, um, got my undergrad in business administration, uh, then spent a year as a freelance writer made no money, Um, and then I went back, got my master's in criminal justice, um, wanted to use that to teach at the collegiate level, so I was looking at a doctoral program uh, and did some substitute teaching, didn't get into the doctoral program, so I was doing some more substitute teaching and some more writing, trying to figure out what to do with the rest of my life, um, or my life as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just noticed that my own ADHD wasn't being managed well. So I uh, really dove into writing and research on ADHD. Um, And the writing kind of came about because I uh, was looking for a book on Catholicism and ADHD and there wasn't one. 
Um, and so a little voice in my head said, hey, you should write one. Um, and so I just dove into that. And then while I was writing, uh, a friend came to me and said, you know, I think I have ADHD. Can you sort of walk with me as I get mm. tested for it? And so I was able to be there and support him with that. Um, and then kind of the writing and uh, being there for my friend kind of awoke a passion in me for helping people with ADHD. And so that's what led me to pursue ADHD coaching. Can I be so bold to ask how old you are? 28. Very young. Well. I, I think for all that he has done. <laughs> oh, amen. Right? Amen. Right? So let's take a step back. Um, you weren't diagnosed until you were 20. Mm-hmm. What prompted the diagnosis? Well, uh, I mean, a lot of things. Uh, growing up in school, you know, my mom always told me, you're so smart, you should be getting A's. Um, and I got B's mostly. Um, uh, and then uh, in college, I, you know, was doing okay in school. I got two C's in college, which never happened to me in high school. Um, and then I was uh, going to adoration every day when I was in college because I had the time. And uh, I was noticing that I wasn't able to focus on prayer in the adoration chapel, and it really started to get to me, really brought me down, um, started questioning, you know, if my faith is so important to me, why can't I focus on prayer? And, you know, one day I was in the chapel, and it really, really, really got to me. And, um, you know, tears were starting to fill my eyes, and I was really feeling, feeling bad about myself, and I said, okay, something needs to change. And so I took that as a sign that I was supposed to... Um, figure out what was going on, um, and that led me to get tested for ADHD, and that's a whole process and a half, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of what led me to get the diagnosis. As Alex, I think most of us, uh, I'd be shocked if there's anybody who never finds themselves distracted or daydreaming, that sort of thing, um, but that's not the same as ADHD, is it? No, because there's a lot that goes into ADHD other than just being distracted, uh, kind of the three core symptoms are impulsivity, hyperactivity, and inattention. We talked about inattention. Um, hyperactivity, that's kind of your stereotypical kid bouncing off the walls, running around, doing everything like that. Um, but it can also be confined to the brain. So that's if you have the inattentive type of ADHD, there's the inattentive, the hyperactive, impulsive, and the combined type. Um, so the inattentive type is a lot like the hyperactive type, but it's just more confined to the brain. So the hyperactivity is going around, around and around and around and around in the head. Um, and sometimes with ADHD, you start answering a question and you get so long winded that you forget what the question was. (laughs) Yeah. And that just happened to me now. So what was the question? (laughs) That was perfect. Uh, I, I just said... Um, that simply being distracted or daydreaming mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have ADHD. So I was really asking you to say more about what ADHD mm. was, yeah. and you did. Okay, good. Uh, Glad I answered the question. <laughs> so can you um, – what's the experience what, – what, what, what is the experience of having ADHD like? Oh, you, you kind of just described it, but yeah. is there like a like this is like uh, example A, B, or C about what it's like to live with ADHD? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are 
several examples that I like to throw out, but ADHD is going to be different for each unique person. Um, so kind of the metaphor I use with my own thoughts is um, uh, uh, helium balloons. And all my thoughts are like helium balloons, but they're not attached to strings. They're attached to the water snake toys from the 90s that are really slippery. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to tie down all your thoughts, but you can't hold on to them all. Mm. And they're slipping out of your hands. And wow. because they're attached to helium balloons, they're flying all over the place. And you can't quite grab them and hold them and tie them down. And so that's kind of wow. my experience. Um, I know other people like to compare it to an internet <clears throat> browser with like 20 tabs open and you don't know where the music is coming from. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> That's a great We can all example. relate. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. So you're trying to deal with all that noise. Yeah. And do your college work or your right. high school work or whatever you might be focusing yeah. on. It might be a conversation with other people, and you've got all this noise going on. Mm -hmm. wow. So it was after. So you you had this experience, and then you have this friend. It's you write books, helping. For, and this is where the idea of not just helping other people, but actually coaching them mm -hmm. comes in. Can you? And I know in a few minutes we got a break coming up. So if we have to continue this this conversation after the break, uh, no problem. Around the coaching thing. So why why the word coach with regard to ADHD because mm. it's different from being a therapist okay um, and so like there needs to be a clear separation yep. there uh, legally um, but coaching is is really you know if you think about an athletic coach it's trying to get the best out of somebody yeah um, mm. that was pretty good I pulled that out of nowhere that was um, <laughs> don't forget that well done <laughs> Oh, I'll give the Holy Spirit credit on that one. Um, uh, yes. So it's so a different difference approach. Between, yeah. So it's a different approach than therapy. And it's, you know, like I said, trying to get the best out of someone. Hmm. Um, and so um, I, I really like, you know, the idea of helping someone, working one-on-one -on -one with somebody, really getting the best out of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, coaching is has been a lot of fun. It's been uh, beneficial to me personally. Um, and so, yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're talking with Alex High. He is the founder of Reset ADHD, and he's also written a book called Catholicism and ADHD, Finding Holiness Despite Distractions, which I want to talk a little bit about the book and what it entails okay. after this break, and then kind of also what people can expect from Reset ADHD as far as coaching goes. Who is it for? Is there an age limit? I mean, there's a lot of different things that we could go into, but I'm going to take an early break if that's okay. Okay, yeah. Because I don't want to start me. a conversation and then have to break. Be interrupted. Amen. Right? Interruptions. Amen. The no interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more with Real... Ooh, with Alex High right after this. <laughs> this is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. 
I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. What if you only had 20 weeks to live? How hard would you fight for 30 or 40? Today, we are in the fight of our lives, the fight for life. The loss of a baby should never be marginalized. 20 weeks in the womb has become a line in the sand that delineates one kind of abortion from another. I'll ask it again. What if you only had 20 weeks to live? How hard would you fight for 40? The unborn deserve nothing less than the fight of our lives fighting for their lives. Written by Alison Updahl. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We're having a great conversation with Alex High. He is the founder of Reset ADHD, and he's also written a book called Catholicism and ADHD. So I wanted to dive in first, um, because I know that there's probably a lot of parents listening right now. And we were talking about the coaching aspect of reset ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, how does a parent know if their kid has ADHD or should be tested or how would you recommend that part go? Yeah. So it's uh, going to be different for each child, but basically you kind of look at, you know, what are they capable of? Are they meeting their full potential? Um, you know, do they exhibit stereotypical uh, ADHD <clears throat> traits, inattentive, hyperactive, impulsive, but there are also some other ones like emotional reactivity, sensitivity, um, and a few other things. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, um, it's going to be those three core symptoms, impulsivity, hyperactivity, and uh, inattention. And so uh, basically, if, if they're not where they should be, then there might be something going on there. Uh, and if those three symptoms are present, then it's, or at least two or three of them are present, it, you know, it might be worth doing some testing to see if it's happening. Sure. Well, and I think uh, you alluded to some of that. Um, your mother used to say, you're so smart, why aren't you getting A's? You know, and so that might have been a clue, right? Mm -hmm. um, so when you do coaching, 
what kind of things are you teaching? Are you teaching, is it children, adults? What's the spectrum? I work with teens and adults. There are coaches who do work with children. And if you have a child out there who you would like to get some coaching, and I can refer you to some coaches who uh, work with children. But for me, it's teens and adults. That's interesting. I find that very interesting. So what do you do, um, whether they're a teen or adult, Alex? Like, What are some of the different ways that you can coach? Again, the idea of coaching to get the most, the best out of somebody, uh, as the Holy Spirit inspired you to say earlier. <laughs> uh, um, what, is, what does it look like as you're coaching somebody who, like you, um, is trying to learn how to live with ADHD? Yeah, so they come to me uh, in an individual coaching session, uh, they would come with a topic of importance. I would ask them, you know, why is this important to you? Why this? Why now? That sort of thing. We'd dive into the topic, really discuss what's going on. I'd ask a lot of questions, and hopefully through my questions, they come up with a strategy to try or an idea to play with. Um, and then kind of overarching all of the coaching sessions, we're looking for personal growth and development, really becoming the person you were created to be. And how did you, like, that, that sounds fantastic. How did you, like... Um, did you have that experience yourself with others or was it through your own reading and study? Like how, how would you learn those different sort of coaching techniques? Well, I went through a coach training program, gotcha. okay. um, the ADD coach Academy. They're based out of Albany, New York, I okay. believe. Um, they, uh, do all their classes virtually. And so twice a week I called into a teleconference number and we had a class over the phone. Now I think they do it by zoom. Sure. Um, but, uh, Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, it was all, all uh, over the phone. Back so. in the early teens. <laughs> Mid-teens. Mid-teens. Well, and I think that's interesting because um, I know from personal experience that some people that I know that have ADHD are at the point in their life where they're like, I've learned to live with it this long. Why should I do anything different? Mm. Well, I mean, sometimes that is a good strategy if it's been working for you. But sure. the question I would ask is, is, is it, it working, working for you? <laughs> right. Is it? Are you achieving all you think you can? Um, yeah. So that's kind of yeah. what I would say in a short, brief answer. So, well, Go ahead. Thank you. Um, you talked about... Not long after you were diagnosed, you were looking for a book on ADHD and Catholicism, uh, and there wasn't one, so you wrote it. So kind of a two-part question around that. Why were you looking for a book on ADHD and Catholicism? I mean, there, mm -hmm. like, there's Catholicism and insert every topic, and most of them don't have books. So what was it that you were looking for that, mm -hmm. you, that you didn't find? And then what is your book? That's probably going to be a flip side of that question. What's your book describe with regard to those two things? Yeah. So, um, like I said, when I was really diving into the research and the writing, it was a time in my life where I was trying to figure out, okay, what do I do with my life? And so, how do you figure that out? You go to prayer. And I was like, well, <laughs> I have a trouble focusing in prayer. Is there some sort of guide out there for helping you to focus in prayer? And I think oh. initially I started with um, just looking for distractions in prayer. Mm -hmm. um, There's a lot of those kind of books. There are a few. Um, but 
the things I were find I was finding wasn't specific to ADHD, yes. and and so I was like, gosh, if there was a book out there, I would totally read it. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find one. So in my book, I talk about you know the basics of ADHD, what it is, what it is not. I talk about how it affects your life, how it affects your spiritual life. And then um, I talk about how do you overcome some of your challenges and the things you can do to focus better in prayer, live a holier life, uh, find inspiration. Because the last chapter of my book is called Reasons for Hope. Mm. Um, and I think that was an important note to leave the book on. It's just, yeah, there's hope out there and you right. can you can succeed despite ADHD. And where can people find the book if they're listening and for themselves or for a friend or family member, where would they, could they find the book? Uh, it's on Amazon. And then I believe it's at the mustard seed here in Sioux Falls. Okay. And again, the title of the book is Catholicism and ADHD. Finding holiness despite distractions. Amen. Beautiful. Any last thoughts uh, for people out there that are listening that um, are questioning if they need help? Um, I would say don't be afraid to reach out. I think sometimes with ADHD, it's kind of hard to reach out because it takes it takes a step or maybe several steps. And sometimes it's a little hard to do the thing when you have ADHD. And so, hmm. you know, um, I, I would guess I would just say don't be afraid of taking those steps and reaching out. Um, I know in my life when I have reached out, it's been beneficial for me. So. So, Alex, if somebody's uh, interested not just in reading the book, but in coaching, um, first of all, they could go to your website. Yep, resetadhd.com. Do you see people coach them in person and virtually, one or the other? Just virtually, actually. Just virtually. Oh, really? Yeah. I I have coached people face-to-face in person, but it's happened like once. Okay. So... Most of my clients don't live in Sioux Falls, so... Okay, and that's kind of where I was going. So you you don't have to live here in the Sioux Falls area Mm -hmm. in order to take advantage of the coaching you offer. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. ResetADHD.com. Correct. Love it. Alex, hi. Well, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Great. That's it, Dr. Bergwald. Sounds good. Alex, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right. So if you've missed any of our great conversations, you can always check them out on realpresenceradio.com. We'll have the podcast up later today or early tomorrow because Eli's gone. That's so why I'm saying You have an tomorrow. excuse every half hour. Different excuse, too. Well, yeah, well, you know. Small staff. <laughs> the staff's gone. <laughs> Next to me, you have too many staff. It's just too many people. Nobody knows who's supposed to do that. <laughs> We try, Dr. Bergwald. All right. We try. All right. We're going to head on over to Fargo and up, Therese. Up. Up and over. Up. No, just straight no up, over. pretty much. Straight up. Pretty much straight up. All right, Therese, what do we have going on tomorrow? Yeah. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Nick Medelsky will be coming to you live from Rochester, Minnesota. Who was St. Odilla? Father Kermit Holt from the Crozier Fathers and Brothers will tell us more about her. Mm-hmm. And tune in to hear which priest will receive donuts this week during our Honor Our Fathers. All that and more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back Beautiful. to you. Thanks, Therese. Thanks, Therese. Mm-hmm. Odella. Yeah, I think I know St. Odella. 
I don't know. Or know of her. I don't really know her. I don't have a good relationship with her. I don't have a bad relationship with her. It's not like a bad relationship. It's, not, it's kind of a non-existent relationship. But I think I know at least about her, which you have right. to have in order to know her. Right. But, I don't even, I've never even heard of her except for seeing it on my show. Well, you better tune in tomorrow between tomorrow. 9 and 11 to Real Presence Live. That's right. Father Kermit Hall will be talking. Crozier. Crozier Priest. What's that? You'll, you better turn, tune in tomorrow Crozier to Real Presence. Yes. It's like the a Crozier's, order? Yes. Like a, a Jesuit? Yeah, correct. Okay. There's always something to learn, yeah. isn't there? There is indeed. Any last thoughts, Dr. Bergwald? Well, I was going to ask you. So there, you nicely pointed out as we were going to the conversation with Alex mm-hmm. how there was a theme um, to today. The Holy today. Spirit always provides a theme. How about that? So I'm, I'm curious... <laughs> Uh, if you have a sense, Heather, if the theme was, what is God asking you to do around helping others? Heather, how is God asking you to help others, do you think? Do you have a sense that you're, you're a, a member of this diocese, mm-hmm. the diocesan vision? Uh, you've heard about it for a while now. Um, I'm not asking necessarily what is it. Uh, you can say if you want to. But do you have a sense of how God is asking you to respond to the vision? I think I'm doing it right now. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. How? Oh, boy. I have an inquisitive mind. We don't. (laughs) In in a short version, (laughs) how is what you're doing helping other people? I I like to think that Real Presence Live helps people not feel alone. Mm. Because all these different issues that we bring up. Yes. Discernment. Yes. ADHD. Whatever it might be. We're all in this together. Amen. That that's a great answer. So even I, the for, empty nester. Even the empty nester. <laughs> so it, that's a great example of how we're all called to. We've been. We talked about this. Called and gifted by God mm-hmm. to do His will and be, build His kingdom, and He is always with us. Amen. Amen. All right, Doctor Bergerwald. Thanks for joining me today. You bet. This was fun on Thank my you. show. On your show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thanks for tuning in. More Real Presence Live tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 Central. Thanks for joining us. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.